Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. It is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, and this is day 1961 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you, we honor you, we glorify you, and Father, we are just so grateful for all that you do, all the things that you have allowed us to go through and to help us to grow the good, what seems to be good and bad in our lives. We thank you so much, Lord, because there is a purpose. I thank you for giving us your wisdom, your knowledge and understanding, helping us to discern that which is good and between good and evil as we go about our journey here in this world. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is don't be a snob. Mm-hmm. Don't be snobby. Don't be bougie. You know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we might get a little snobby attitude. Not you, but I'm just saying in general. And Jesus teaches us all about that in Luke chapter 5, verses 27 through 32. Or you may have run across somebody who was snobby, looked you up and down with their nose kind of turned up at you, you know, maybe because of what you had on or what you didn't have on. I don't know. But this is a great word that Jesus uh, exemplifies here for us. Again, we're coming out of Luke chapter 5, verses 27 through 32. And it says, after this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Now, just a little bit about a tax collector. Uh, Typically, especially in Levi's uh, case, also known as Matthew, uh, tax collectors were despised by, uh, by the Jews. Let me read from my commentary and give you a really good overview. It says, Levi left a lucrative though probably dishonest tax collecting business to follow Jesus. Then he had a, oh, we're talking about the banquet. So it says his fellow tax collectors and other notorious sinners so they could meet Jesus too. So he had invited them over for dinner. I thought this told me a little bit more. So just a little bit about a tax collector. They uh, work for the Roman government and they would collect money from uh, their fellow Jews. So tax collectors were Jews and they would pad their pocket and take extra money for themselves. So they, they were considered a turncoat. You know, they were being used uh, against their own people and then uh, ripping them off of extra money, kind of like this mafia lifestyle, uh, quote-unquote mafia lifestyle, what we see depicted on TV anyway. Don't know if all that's true, but yeah. So they would would take advantage of them. 
So this is somebody Jesus was associating with and and said to him, uh, went over to him. And then Jesus said to him, follow me. Jesus said to him and Levi got up, left everything and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. So that's what my commentary was talking about, the notorious people, notorious sinners. You know how we may want to categorize sin in all actuality to God, a sin is a sin except for blaspheming the Holy Spirit. So in this case, these were all the People that others look down upon like, oh, I cannot believe you're hanging out with them. And so they all, you know, came over for dinner. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples. Why do you eat and drink with these tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor. But the sick, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. He, Jesus has given us a great message just in those few sentences. How important it is for us to understand that we're going to be around other people who are not like us. Maybe you've been saved or maybe you just got saved, um, but you know, you're going to encounter other people who are not. And as you grow in Christ, the Lord is going to have you go and have conversations uh, with people that are not like you uh, in order for them to know about Jesus. Listen, God said he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So each and every one of us, if we think about it, we too were notorious sinners. We were all born into sin because of what Adam and Eve did after being tempted by Satan to eat from uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And once they did that, they knew what evil was. And so there came. that's why Jesus came to the earth as a baby and uh, went through every sin we could have ever imagined or was tempted in every way we were, but did not sin, I should say. Uh, and, and then he died for us and rose up from the grave. And he was victorious over death, over hell and the grave. And he did all of this. God the Father allowed all of this so that we could be reconciled back to God. So we have no room to judge or talk bad about anybody because we too if we're saved now, was once a sinner. So point number one, a snob. What is a snob? It's a person with an exaggerated respect for high social position or wealth who seeks to associate with social superiors and dislikes people or activities regarded as lower class. So they don't want to hang around lower class people. And that's what the teachers and the Pharisees were talking about. I cannot believe he's hanging out with tax collectors. These are the most despised people on earth at that time. One day, uh, for me, one day, one of the ladies 
we would see walking on Prospect when we were at our old church on 21st and Prospect, uh, not too far from our church. She stopped by for a Wednesday for our Wednesday night Bible study and dinner. She said the church next door to us would not, excuse me, would not allow her to enter their church for their daily free lunch to the public because of the way she was dressed. She was concerned that we were the same. And and that just really, I mean, it broke my heart to hear that the church turned her away from a meal because of the way she was dressed. Aren't you glad God doesn't look at the way we're dressed? He looks at our heart because really, I know good and well, I wouldn't have made it in. <laughs> if he looked at the way I was dressed when I was before I came to know Jesus. We actually, after talking to the lady, we reassured her that we did not <clears throat> care about what she had on and that we loved her just as she was. And she was always welcome. Uh, no matter what, we would, you know, help work through it, whatever the situation was. And tears began to roll down her face as she, uh, as a, we talked to her and uh, prayed with her. You know, I believe that day that woman came to know Jesus. I, uh, I know when we would every day after we would get through with Bible study, we gave everybody the opportunity to come to know Jesus as their Savior, to accept Him, to give them that opportunity, and I believe that she did. Uh, and you know, there was, I don't know if it was the same lady, but another lady, uh, came in the church and, and a lot of these women were in prostitution or being prostituted. This was, this was literally sex trafficking going on right there, uh, on, on 21st or 20th and prospect up and down that area. And, uh, she came in the church and, and, and on Wednesday night and she said, may I use your restroom? And we said, Sure. And she said, where is it? And we told her to go through the sanctuary, make a left. And she began to say, oh, no, oh, no, I cannot. I can't go through your sanctuary. I'm unclean. I'm not clean. And we looked at her like, what do you mean? (laughs) And we said, if you can't go, if you don't feel you're clean enough to go, none of us can go because none of us are perfect. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And again, it touched her heart and and that woman continued to come and she too, we believe, accepted Jesus as her savior. You know, we are not in a position to ever put someone else down or look down upon them, ever. We must always remember where God brought us from. Point number two, if we're not careful, we'll run people away from the Lord because of our snobbish way of treating others. Jesus teaches us not to do that, to look at the heart, as I said before, of the person. Um, That's what he did when he encountered Matthew. Two changes happened when Matthew encountered Jesus. One, Jesus gave him a new life. Glory to God, just as he's done for us. And two, Jesus gave him a new purpose for his skills. You know, we can choose to use our gifts and talents uh, to glorify Satan or to glorify God. 
It's our choice. But once uh, Matthew came to follow Jesus, the only tool from his past job that he carried with him was his pen, his ink pen. (laughs) From the beginning, God had made Matthew a record keeper. He was a keen observer writing the book of Matthew. And he was extremely detailed. But he was now using that same skill set, that same gift, now to glorify God, now to build the kingdom of God. Don't let the way someone looks or the type work they do keep you from sharing the love of Jesus with them. I'll never forget when we had to walk around our neighborhood, uh, around the church on Prospect, when we were starting on Wednesday night service. And, and so I was like, okay, Lord, where's the people? He said, you need to go get them. <laughs> so we walked the neighborhood and uh, we decided we weren't going to say, hey, come to church. You know, that's, you know, that, that you notice how Jesus did it with them. He went to dinner with them. He didn't, he didn't, he just said, follow me. You know, we've got to be wise to win souls. So uh, we walked around. We had on just, you know, we didn't put on some collar to let people know we were in ministry or anything like that. We made sure to dress, not dress up, uh, wore our jeans or T-shirt or whatever and and walk the streets. And and, uh, we encountered so many people. And and I remember walking up to a group of men that were sitting uh, on their step and uh, they had their beer and they were smoking weed. And back then it wasn't like legal to do it, but they were doing that. And we're like, hey, how are y'all doing? And they're like, who are you? And we told them, we said, we're your neighbor. Uh, we are at the church right around the corner. And they're like, oh, okay, all right. And so we said, hey, we'd love for you to stop by for dinner. And uh, instead of saying, come to church, we said, come to dinner on Wednesday night and uh, join us, you know, and we'll be teaching about the word and blah, blah, blah. And, and they said, oh, all right, thank you. We have flyers. And, and then I remember we went by this one lady's church. She was, I mean, house, it was an older woman and she was sitting on her porch and she said, come on up. And we sat on the porch with her for a while. And just, you know, she had that little swing on the porch, you know, the back in the day, people would have that. And we sat on that and, and talked to her and laughed. And she was a believer. She knew the Lord and, and it was just nice to hang out. And then, uh, we were walking and, and there was a couple of men in an old broken down truck that, that didn't go. I mean, it, it, it was just parked. It, <laughs> and uh, and so there was two men in it and I, and I and they were drinking and and uh, talking stuff, you know, and and I remember the Lord saying, go over to them. And I'm like, OK, they, they look a little like maybe they wouldn't be accepting of me coming to their truck. And so we we are wise. We always went in twos and threes and fours, multiples, and walked over to the truck. And, and he says, who are you? What you doing? And I, and I said, well, I told him and told him to invite him out. He goes, oh, we'll think about it. You know, just real harsh. And we're like, okay, which didn't phase me or any of our, uh, my fellow um, <laughs> uh, believers as we were walking and didn't, uh, phase any of them, my brothers and sisters. And so there they come. There it came that man that sat in the truck <laughs> on a Wednesday night and a few others showed up. And the man in the truck, he ended up showing up every Wednesday. And he ended up becoming a good friend of ours. 
And uh, he was quite an amazing person. And he got to know us so well that my parents, my stepdad and my mom would leave me and my sister there with him to lock up, knowing that we were in good hands. (laughs) His name was Johnny. And I'll always remember Johnny in a good way, you know. He didn't, you know, he just wore like uh, just some dirty looking clothes. They looked like it and his, you know, uh, regular old shoes and just came on up and just the, one of the kindest person you could ever meet after you got to know him. We shouldn't judge people or put them down or uh, assume anything about them based upon what they're doing and, you know, uh, where they live and how they talk. Uh, you know, we need to just... Do what the Lord would have us to do and show the love of Jesus to all people, no matter what. And Johnny got saved at our church and he's gone on to be with the Lord now. But I have lots of stories about him. I'll share more about him at a later date. But all I want to make sure that you know is don't look down upon people just because you uh, assume or presume that they're uh, low lives, what the world called low life. Nobody is a low life because we're all made in God's image and uh, God is everything. He is sovereign. He is in control of everything. And as I always say, but our will is up to us to yield. And every one of these people that God allowed us to encounter had the opportunity uh, to accept Jesus as their savior. What about you? If you don't know Jesus today, this is your time. Romans 10 and 9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friends, that is the ultimate. Because now you will spend eternity with the Lord. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. We are extremely grateful to every one of you. And thank you so much for your prayers and for your donations. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.